Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. As we begin the first month of the new year, we want to kick off 2023 here at the Really Real Real Estate Podcast by taking January to deep dive on the different reasons why people need to sell their home. Today, we kick off this four-part series by talking about the first reason why people need to sell their home, which is birth. It is not uncommon for families to need a bigger house when they start to grow. Today, we talk about what you need to know when it comes to selling your home and purchasing a larger one to accommodate your growing family. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now, here is your real estate advisor and expert, Mr. Jason Wilcox. Happy New Year, Jason. Happy New Year, Lou. How is your 2023 going so far? Just ducky. Just excited. ducky. Excited. I, excited. I got, a, I got that whole list of New Year's resolutions, and uh, have, I'm ready. <laughs> have, you, have you kept them so far? <laughs> Out with 2022, in with 2023, and I'm not just trying to see how many times I can say 2023, because these episodes may or may not be uh, recorded before the holidays, so we may or may not be still in 2022, and so I'm still getting used to saying 2023. Don't forget on your. <laughs> do you write checks? I do. Yes, okay, I do. Still write checks. I get people coming to my business, like you know, uh, Gen Zers and stuff, who are like that. Uh, they don't know. They don't know how to write a check because they just you know everything is done with uh, cards and you know buying online yes. and stuff like that. So the reason I was saying was because people, you those of you that do write checks, you know that you got to remember to put the twenty twenty three in the date. Yep. Yep. <laughs> real, real quick, funny side story. I had a I had a kid once that decided to rent a property, and so when it came time to uh, he was renting it, it came time to cut this the check for the security deposit and the uh, first month's rent because you know we're real estate company were old school we just can't venmo or zell or anything like that so we needed checks and he had no idea how to write them and so i actually had to walk through this kid who was like 22 23 at the time he felt bad and i was like dude don't worry about it it's all good no worries turn around and like five years later he's actually in real estate himself he's working for one of the local co- oh, cool. companies he's killing it. he's killing it That's but good. he's uh he, he's working as a pro- uh, property manager uh, pro- uh project manager uh doing like flips and rehabs and buying his own rental properties and things like that and just absolutely crushing it, and, and I'm loving, uh, I'm loving that he's killing it. But it was just funny because I remember when he first didn't even get into that part of the business yet, and I had to teach him how to write a check. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're out there, you don't know how to write a check, it's all good. You're not the only one. Come see Jason. I'll help you through it. I'll walk you through how to write a check. <laughs> there you are. But check writing, while important, is not while wire wire. <laughs> Why we are here today, we are here uh, to talk about something much more important, babies. We're talking about babies. No, we're not talking about baby making. Uh, that's a separate podcast that Lou and I will be coming to you shortly with uh, after the no. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, uh, no, knows Jason, all of, Jason knows all about baby making that is true that is true yeah i did did i officially announce i don't know I think if we've is... said that we do have an we do have a, a new wilcox uh in the in the, yes. in the house here 
Yes, we do have a new Wilcox. I think this is the first time we're recording since he was born. So, yeah, we brought our second child in the world, Caden James, born December 1st, uh, eight pounds, four ounces. Mom and baby are doing completely healthy. But, uh, yeah, I got the new addition. So we got the two-week-old uh, and the two-month-old at home right now. And that's just uh, – it is keeping us busy. But, uh, anyways, I digress. So we are talking about – uh, we're talking about the different reasons why people need to sell their house. And that's what the whole uh, part, uh, the whole concept of this mini series is, is talking about um, the different reasons why and kind of deep diving on what you need to be aware of. Because as you're going to see throughout the next couple of weeks, this is a four part series. People sell for different reasons. Okay. And those different reasons are going to cause us as realtors to approach listing your house just slightly different uh, depending on what your situation is. Because depending on what your situation is, there are certain things we have to factor in. We have to factor in, you know, just a whole host of different things. And that's what we're going to kind of dive into. And it, I guess the best way I could do it is to like use a sports analogy. You know, let's say you're the Steelers. Every week you're pl- going out and playing a football game. Like the game doesn't change. It's football. Football. It's you know football. how the game is played, gotcha. but you're, you're going to approach how to play the new England Patriots different than how you're going to play the Buffalo Bills. Cause it's very two totally different teams. clever. The way you frame that Jason, I like that, that, that even anybody can understand that. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it worked out cause it made sense in my head and I'm glad <laughs> yeah. it's making sense in other people's Yeah, makes great point. But that's what we're doing. So we're talking about it. And we're also talking about some of the things that you're going to need to know, uh, depending on the reason why you're selling. So out of the four reasons, we're probably going to start with what I think is probably the biggest one. And and to be honest with you, probably the most complex, too. Um, So I want to get this one up and out of the way first. We're talking about people who need to sell because they're growing their family. They've had that first, that second, that third child. All of a sudden, you know, the the, the two bedroom condo or the 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 the. 900 square foot ranch is no longer working anymore. And so that's what we want to dive into. We want to dive into, okay, you have now outgrown your current house. You need to buy a bigger home and you need to sell your current home. So let's talk about that. Um, so I'm going to start by saying that this specific episode is going to be slightly different because in the other three episodes that we're going to bring to you throughout the rest of the month, we're probably going to be focusing on specifically the selling side of your home with a growing family it's understanding that you need to sell this home and you need to buy a bigger home i've never worked with a family that needs to sell their current home and not buy a bigger home so it would be disingenuous of us to not have the conversation about what you need to be aware of on the buying side while you're selling because the art of buying a new home is part of what I have to factor in as the realtor when I'm listing your current home. So if it feels like we're talking about buying just as much, if not more than selling, it's because that's a big part of how we approach listing your home for sale. In future episodes, you will realize that we're going to focus more on specifically selling. Uh, This one's going to be more uh, buying and selling simultaneously. So shall we dive into it, Lou? Let's get into it. Let's find out what what we got to do here. Okay, so the very first question that I'm going to ask you as your realtor is what category do you fall into? Every owner that is looking to sell their current home to buy their upgraded home falls into one of three categories. Are you going to buy first, sell second? Hmm. 
Are you going to sell first, buy second, or are you going to buy and sell simultaneously? Now, very simply put, buy first, sell second means you are going to close on your new home before you close on your old home. It could be a day, a week, a month in between. The The time frame does not matter. Okay. It just means if you are buying first, selling second, it means you are buying your new home and closing on it before you sell your, your current home. Okay. If you're selling first, buying second, that means you are closing on your current home before you buy your new home. And then the last one, buying and selling simultaneously means you are buying and selling. You're closing on both homes, both the home you're buying and selling on the same exact day. And the reason why that's the first thing we need to approach is this. If you buy first and sell second, guess what? There will be a period where you own two houses, which means if you don't own the first one free and clear or you're not paying cash for the second one, you have two mortgages. If you sell first and buy second, congratulations, there's a period of time where you're homeless because you sell your first home and then you have some downtime before you buy your second home. Right. And then finally, buying and selling simultaneously, as we have talked about in previous podcast episodes, is just a nightmare. And I need to know um, if I need to bring my ambient to the closing table. But that's that's another story for another day. Um, so that's what we're looking into. Um, okay, so the very first thing you need to do is you must, 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 must get pre-qualified. You must. And I know we've preached that, you know, we're on episode 136. So I think we've preached that 192 times. <laughs> but the reason you need to get pre-qualified is this. When you bought your first home, your lender looked at your debt to income ratio. They looked at how much was coming in versus how much was going out. If you were renting at the time, or if you were living at home at the time, congratulations, there was no rent amount that was being applied to your debt to income ratio. When you own your current home and you're looking to buy a new one, okay. they have to factor that mortgage in. Okay, That's important because just using broad numbers here, let's say you have a $150,000 house. If you hold on to that mortgage, you may only be pre-approved up to, let's say, $300,000. But if you sell that house and get rid of that mortgage before you buy, maybe that allows you to be pre-approved up to four hundred dollars or fifty dollars or five hundred. So we need to see what you can afford with the mortgage and what you can afford without the mortgage, because it might be that the location you need to be and with all the amenities, you might need a four hundred fifty thousand dollar house. Well, if you own your current house, you may only be pre-approved up to three hundred thousand. If you sell your current home, you may be pre-approved up to five hundred thousand. Well, if that house you want is four hundred fifty thousand, guess what? We just answered the question that you need to sell before. Yeah, but I did not Does that know, make sense. In all the years that I've been doing this with you, Jason, this is the first time I remember you explaining that getting out of out from underneath that mortgage you're already under can make a difference in what you can get on your loan. Uh, that is, uh, uh, that's, uh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I did not realize that. Yep. And I don't know if I put this later into the notes. Uh, so if I did, I'll just end up repeating myself later. The other thing that we have to look at too is like, I'll use my my wife and I as a perfect example. We've owned our house for about four or five years now. And, um, you know, we've, we've, we've got some significant equity in the home. I mean, at this point, you know, we've probably got about, about 80 to 100 grand worth of equity in our home. 
if and when we ever decide to go buy our upgraded home, we might want to put 10 or 20% down on a $400,000 home. Um, that $80,000 is coming out of the sale of this house. So that's the other thing that we have to look at is not just from a debt to income ratio standpoint, but also from a down payment and closing cost standpoint, do we need the money out of the current house to be able to pay for the new home. The other thing that we also have to look at, and this again goes back to getting pre-approved, maybe from a debt to income ratio standpoint, you don't need to sell your current house okay. to buy your new one, but you need the equity out of your current home to buy your new home. Well, guess what? Certain banks, not lenders, but banks, uh, people like Nick Barish over at West Banco, they have certain products out there, bridge loans, gap loans, um, home equity lines of credit and things like that, where you can actually temporarily borrow the income out of your current house and then pay it back when you sell the house. So put the, However, for the down payment. Right, for okay. the down payment and the closing costs of your new home. Okay. However, let's say you do something like a um, like a bridge loan or like a home equity uh, loan. That process has to be so far done before I can put the sale sign in the yard. Because if the appraiser comes to the house and sees the sale sign in the yard, that's a problem. We need to be so far through before I can actually list the home on the market. It's all timing. Yeah. And so there's a lot of timing that goes on, which is why I go back to my original question. Are you buying first, selling second? Are you selling first, buying second? Or are you buying and selling simultaneously? Wow. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and the last thing I'll leave you with is this. If you're selling first and buying second, it means you're temporarily homeless. So where are you going? And oh, by the way, that means you're doing a double move because it, let's say you're going to go into a rental for a month or two. Let's say you're going to go live with mom and dad. Let's say you're going to go live, live in the extended stay. It essentially means that you're doing two moves because you have to move your stuff out of the house to wherever it's going. And then you got to put it in the, the new location. And let's not even talk about if you're trying to buy and sell simultaneously. If you're trying to buy and sell simultaneously, literally what you're doing is you're packing up the moving truck the night before closing, closing on both homes, and then going to unpack everything in your new home. So you are literally, you've got two very long days because you're packing up one home one day, and then the next day you're closing on both homes and uh, unloading all at the same time because again you can rent a truck for like five days but that's going to get really expensive if you're holding on to that truck for unnecessary amounts of time lots to think about this is why you need a good real estate advisor i wonder where you could find one of those hmm. i know i know let me know if you find anybody little <laughs> Ooh, lots so, of juggling go ahead moving along uh the call. Now the, so what? Do we, so we need to know what we want in a new home. Is that where what we're talking yes, about? Yes, that that was gonna be the next step. So now that I've caused your mind to just explode <laughs> from everything that I have um, mentioned to you up until this point, let's move on to the next step, which is let's focus a little bit about the new home that you want to purchase. What qualities are you looking for in a new home? I say this not just because of the qualities in the home: beds, baths you know, size beyond. of the yard, things like that. Beyond. We also, you said, what's bed, that? you said bed baths. I said beyond. Uh, <laughs> that, should be, uh, that should be my slogan. If it wasn't already taken, <laughs> that's my goal as your realtor to provide bed baths and beyond. <laughs> 
I'm sure they have that copyrighted. So I'll wait for the cease and desist letter. There you are. <laughs> uh, um, but we also have to look at some of the more um, existential things like what school district do you want to be in? Do you need to be within a certain radius from work? These things are important because if you need, let's say, $450,000 house in Bethel Park, you need at least four beds, and you need at least 2,000 square feet. No, by the way, you want to be on the northern part of Bethel Park because you want to be close to work and everything like that. Well, at one point last year, Bethel Park had like 27 homes on the market for sale. That's it. All of Bethel Park had like 27 homes, which is not a lot. Even if it's a healthy market where Bethel Park has 80 homes for sale, if you really think about it, 80 homes with the number of you know, tens of thousands of homes that are in Bethel Park is not a lot. So we need to know what qualities um, you're looking for in the new home. We also need to know your timeline because those are things that we have to factor in. You know, if you need a four bedroom home, um, you know, in 2000 square feet in Northern Bethel Park, you're calling me in November and you need to be in by January 1. You're at slim pickings because a lot of people are not selling those large homes in the middle of the school year yeah. because those particular buyers and sellers are probably also handling the school year. You know, if they've got a four bedroom home and they've got three kids, they don't want to uproot their kids in the middle of the school year. So there's a good chance that a lot of those homes are not available. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying that it's going to be really slim pickings and you may have to settle for something that doesn't quite fit the bill if you're desperate and need to move um, in, in an off-market time. So we really need to know what qualities you're looking for in a home. We need to know what your timeline is because I need to know what I'm working with. And I'm going to be very honest with you. A lot of people that I talk to – this is not a two-day process. This is not a three-week process. This is this is a process where I'm talking to people in November to get them ready to start doing this in March. You know, we we get together and start having conversations in November and December so that when March comes, we've got a game plan. It's why we did those episodes back in December to prep you for the spring market in 2023 because if you wait until the spring market of 2023, it may be too late. You see all these big questions we're having to ask. These are not questions you know, this is not a standardized test where you can just answer these questions in 90 minutes. You know, they take thoughtful <laughs> discussion. They take thoughtful planning. I mean, there's a lot that goes in and, and we need to know what we're looking for. So that way, when we find it, we can jump on it quickly because there are a lot of moving parts. Okay. I would, I would maybe even suggest that like before you start creating the next person who's going to be in your family. <laughs> It might mm. be that might yes. be like that might be the time to like call up Jason and say, look, you know, we're going to we're getting ready to we're, we're going to, uh, you know, expand the family here. You know, how do we you know, what's you know, and, and start the little, you know, little by little. It's always better. Right. We've talked about this before. Yes. To do stuff, you know, in step by step as opposed to have some kind of major pressure on you. That's ugly. You, you try to avoid yeah. that if you can, you know. What, what do they what do they always say at the end of all the tequila commercials drink responsibly uh uh expand your family responsibly well but but Lou you actually also kind of bring up a great point you know let's say just hypothetically um you have a two bedroom 900 square foot ranch and the first child is coming along and you go okay Jace we're, we're running out of space we need something bigger well the first question I have to ask is and I know it sounds intrusive okay congratulations on baby one is this it because if you're one of those families that maybe has religious views, 
that doesn't believe in contraception and all of a sudden you're planning on have, having a family of like four, five, six kids, you might want to buy the bigger house, you know, now. Yeah, maybe you don't need the five bedroom house now because you only have the, you know, husband and wife and the kid. But if you're going to maybe have three, four, five kids, you might want to think about getting that larger home now because trust me, the move is going to be much easier if you're pregnant with one kid versus pregnant with kid number four and you've got the other three that are like two, four, and seven years old. So you also have to ask yourself, how far are we expanding this team? That's you know, point. are we one and done? Are we trying to create a basketball team? Are we going <laughs> for, you know, a FIFA soccer team here? Like what are what are we going? Are we going for the world record? What was the one show that was on for the longest time? 18 and counting? Or, or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Account or something like that. Crazy. Like, like, you know, what's what, what are we going for here? Because you might want to expand all the way before you have two, three, four kids so that, you know, you don't the last thing you want to do is go through this headache and then outgrow it in six months. That's yeah. the last thing you want to do. So that's the other question we have to ask ourselves is how far is this family growing? So good. All, all good points. Right. Because you don't want to be moving every two years. <laughs> Yes. Well, I want you to move every two <laughs> yeah, years. Of course, Jason My family appreciates it. <laughs> My family appreciates it, but uh, yeah, I know you wouldn't. Uh, okay. So the last thing we're going to talk about before we wrap up today's episode, uh, now that we've talked about the chaos that is buying and selling, the 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 sadness that is, you know, <laughs> maybe not getting what you want, depending on the time of year and the timeline that you're looking to purchase a house. Let's talk about one more logistical nightmare, which is, how are we handling the actual marketing of your home? Hmm. Going back to the original about, you know, are you buying first, selling second, selling first, buying second? If you're selling first, it means you're currently living in the home while you're trying to sell it. Okay. First off, how am I taking pictures of this home? If you have SHIT everywhere and things are in boxes and it looks like, you know, the, the hurricane just ensued. That makes my job very, very difficult in terms of marketing and showcasing your house. So if you're buying first, I'm sorry, if you're selling first and buying second, you have to know that part of the challenge we're going to have is I got to get in there. I got to take pictures. I got to make it look like somebody doesn't live there. I got to stage it. We're showcasing what is coming with the house and not showcasing what isn't coming with the house. We can't have box, you know, floor to ceiling boxes in every room. Um, I always joke, uh, Lou, I don't I don't tag you for a Gilmore Girls fan are you you don't no. watch gilmore girls no, do you no, no, no. okay my 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 the, the women in my life have watched gilmore girls so i've learned a little bit about it and uh rory's best friend uh uh i can't remember her name lane um they owned like a consignment shop and the the joke was you walked in and they had so much stuff in the house that there was just one pathway through the whole house like you walked <laughs> in and there was like one pathway otherwise the rest of the house just had all kinds of stuff you can't have that when you're trying to sell your house you can't be lane from gilmore girls you have to have a house that's you know that really looks like nobody lives there. It's got to have that hotel vibe and that could be tough. So we need to be able to take pictures. We need to be able to stage it. We need to be able to make it look neat. We got to have it presentable. We got to have people come in. Um, and then how are we coordinating 
the showings on the house. If you're still living there, we got to get people in there, but we got to get them in quickly. Are we going to require notice to show the home? And people go, oh yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Everyone require notice to show the home. Well, here's the problem. What if I get a phone call at four o'clock, somebody's in for the afternoon and you're requiring 24 hours notice to see your house. They can't come back tomorrow. It's not in their schedule to be able to do so. Guess what? We just lost a viewing and a potential buyer of your home. So not being able to readily show it means it could sit on the market longer because you're limiting access to potential buyers. So how are we coordinating showings? How are we handling that if you're still living in the home? Now, if you're if you're buying first, selling second, that's not an issue because if we wait long enough to list the home where you're out of the house and you're moving into in, into your new home already, then it's not an issue. I do have a lot of people that they actually wait until they close on their house uh, that they're buying. They move all their stuff out. They are completely in their house. And then they go ahead and list their, their old house on the market. So if that happens, then showings are not as big of an issue. I see a storage unit and yes. a short-term rental in your future. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Bingo, bingo, bingo. I just call, I think I might be psychic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we good? Is, have we, have we hit all the, have we hit all the points there, big guy? Yep. Yep. So my final thoughts that I will leave uh, you with today are this. When it comes to buying a home, uh, because you're expanding your family, there was some great advice that was given to me by one of the, one of the educational people in my office when I first started. It is going to either be inconvenient or costly to buy and sell, whether you're selling first, buying second, buying first, selling second, or doing both simultaneously. It's either going to be inconvenient because you know you're choosing to. Uh, you know, sell first, buy second, and you know, you're going to have to have people come into your home while you're still living there. You're going to have to, um, you know, maybe do a double move. You know, it's going to be inconvenient. Or if you go the, the, the buying first, selling second route, it might be costly because you're carrying two mortgages at the same time. You need to go in knowing it's either going to be inconvenient or costly. I can work with either one, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. It's going to be one of the two. Part of the conversation that we're going to have is how do we make this work? Obviously, we're going to try to make it as you know cost-effective as possible. We're going to make it as least inconvenient as possible. But there's going to be a little bit. So just know that going in. And if you work with the right person, um, it should be relatively painless. But you know, you're going to have to have some patience and you're going to have to have um, you know, some stamina to get through this process because it is a long process. Okay, and if you're not completely discouraged <laughs> at this point, Jason is, uh, you know, uh, operators are standing by right now yes. for your call. Uh, Jason's standing by to uh, take your call to discuss your growing family and it's, uh, it's real estate needs. So you can reach out to Jason at 412-651-4638 or jason.wilcox at pittsburghmoves.com. Don't wait. Get the process started right away if you know that that family is going to be growing. 
you know, is the, or the key here is, uh, is, is early. Get started as early as you can. And Jason's happy to do that. He, you know, if you, if you call him up and say, we're thinking about having this kid do it, he's cool with that. He just got done telling you that like, you know, he knows it's a long process and he's there for you. That's the kind of guy he is. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you all in part two of this uh, really cool series in a little while uh, next week. Thank you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.